This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. One more time. I said the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. While some Eagles fans worried, I have seen all that I've needed to see. I've seen all that I've needed to see. No Jalen Hurts on Saturday night. And yet still, yet still, Gardner Minshew, 355 yards passing. Now, it wasn't perfect. Some some throws he tried to make were just bad. Throwing off your back foot, missing a wide open Quez Watkins by five yards when he could have walked in the end zone. But um, he escaped pressure. He was great in the pocket. For the most part, he was able to avoid getting sacked. They had no sacks. He was great at that. Don't know why the Cowboys had more rushing attempts than us when the crazy thing is, first of all, we're good at running the ball. I mean, I got it. I got it right here. We're number four in the league in rushing. Backup quarterback, might as well. But hey, listen, they probably expected us to just run the ball a lot because that's what we did the last time. And also... Gardner Minshew starting. Nope. We aired that thing out. More passes than runs. And we were ahead in the game. I I guess most of the game we were ahead. Man, if the Eagles can play like that, with key players missing in the secondary, and then Lane Johnson being out at the end, man, y'all in trouble. Y'all are in big trouble. Now, yeah, we lost Lane Johnson, our all-pro right tackle. Well, he's not all-pro, but he's going to be up there. I'm, I'm telling you right now. He's definitely in the Pro Bowl. We're not going to have him. We're not going to have Avante Maddox, who's having the game of his life in the first quarter, and then all of a sudden he gets up. These guys are going to be out for a while. We have a better chance of getting Lane back than Avante. But no excuses. This is the best team. In the league. The two games we lost, we had four turnovers. One on the other game. I even retweeted something where in most of our game, I say, okay, we've played, what, 15 games so far? No points off turnovers in 11 of them. Of course we won all of them games. The two games with the highest points off turnovers, we lost. Against the Commanders, 10. Against the Cowboys, 20. I mean, I, I, I can't believe it. I, we actually lost. And it's just the way we lost. Now, I was prepared to lose this game for a while. I was very prepared. Until up about, like, maybe five days before the game, I started realizing, wait a minute. The Eagles have a better team. It doesn't matter if Jalen Hurts doesn't play. I know that takes a hit to his MVP uh, odds, and that's fine. You can give it to Patrick Mahomes. He has the most passing yards, and he's having a great season, great TD to interception ratio, and his team is winning as always. You want to give Mahomes the MVP, just, just go ahead. You might as well. But this team right here is like that. And Jalen Hurts, even though Jalen Hurts was out and we still played very well, we're still a better team with Jalen Hurts. But we're still a good team overall. Regardless, we're just slightly better with Jalen Hurts. The defense definitely didn't show up against the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a pretty good offense, though. Still, when you're, I'm looking at it now, when you're the number two defense in the league, when you have the least amount of passing yards allowed, What happened on Saturday is just inexcusable. And six sacks. They had six sacks. Oh, my God, man. Our defense still like that. We just, for whatever reason, couldn't stop CeeDee Lamb. But, see, here's the thing, though. I knew CeeDee Lamb was like that. This is why why I didn't want the Cowboys to draft him because I knew 
one day he's going to have a game like this against the Eagles. And the day the day came, I knew it. As soon as he drafted him, I was heated. Because, remember, his last season, he was basically the best receiver in the country. The only people that were better than him was Jamar Chase and maybe Justin Jefferson. And, of course, that backs up in the NFL. Look at them. they all in the Pro Bowl. This guy is unreal. And that day, we couldn't guard him. Ten catches for 120 yards and two touchdowns. Damn! This guy is really special. And I'm mad that the Cowboys have him. I'm sick that they have him. He shouldn't be there. He should be with the Raiders or something. Or even with the Eagles. Or even the Vikings. He should not be with the dang Cowboys. Period. And I'm heated. I'm mad that he's with them. And he's destroying the Eagles just like I feared. I feared that day would come. OU DNA, man. That OU DNA is unreal. I mean, they just had eight Pro Bowlers. Eight. Unreal. The team is unreal. The program is blessed. But back to the Eagles and Cowboys. Listen, man. The Cowboys going to celebrate. This is very predictable. We knew once they won, they was going to celebrate and act like they won the Super Bowl. But see, we're going after the real Super Bowl, not the Christmas Eve Cowboys Invitational Trophy. We're going for the Super Bowl. So settle down. You have done nothing yet. Let me talk about third and 30. How in the devil does that happen? We knocked them all the way back. And yet they get a third and 30 on a go route. I like to do this in Madden, but honestly, I wouldn't throw it that late. Every time I throw it that late, it's picked off. He threw it that late. It should have been picked off. There were two people right there. Slay, with his makeup speed, was able to come from the flats and undercut that. Should have been picked. Should have been picked. Just straight up shouldn't have happened. And then the fumbles by Miles and then the Boston Scott um, Minshew exchange. It's just, this stuff ain't going to happen in Philly. So if you get there, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. Saturday was an exercise in depth for the Eagles. This is the best team in the league. Game over. And that's not good for the rest of you guys. Even in the AFC, but I'll get to that later. Despite all that that happened on the 24th, on December 24th, despite all that happened in that game, the Eagles still had a chance to win at the 25 with Gardner Minshew at quarterback. <laughs> we could turn the ball over, do that. And still have a chance at the end. <laughs> Same thing with the uh, Commanders game. If it wasn't for the flop. If it wasn't for the flop. By Taylor Heineke. Probably win that game. This team is very well balanced. They can rush the passer. Stopping the run is our weakness. Right? But we've limited. These teams lately. So now we're middle of the pack. And stopping the run. But lately, I mean, even in this game, gave up 115 yards rushing. Man, come on. They do just enough to keep our team in the game. And we shut down Derrick Henry. That was the team that was supposed to annihilate us on the ground. They were built to take advantage of the Eagles' weakness. Blew them out, too. And guess what? Didn't turn the ball over in that game. The only team that can beat the Eagles is themselves. I said the only team that can beat the Eagles are themselves. I had to repeat it because y'all weren't hearing me. I'm telling you. And listen, even the stats, the stats back me up too. I mean, the Eagles are first in points per game, number three in total offense, number four in rushing, lead the league in sacks by 11, the number nine in passing, Number two defense, 
least amount of passing yards allowed. This is the most well-balanced team in the league. And I would say it's not even close, but I say the Bills come kind of close. Y'all are in big trouble. So I wouldn't be celebrating this loss. I wouldn't be like Nick Wright and saying us Eagles fans should be worried. We'll be fine. We still got most of our team intact. If you take away Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, you got Goddard. If you take away Goddard, we got those two. You take away all three and pressure our quarterback, we can start running the ball, and we got RPOs and read options. Y'all can't y'all can't mess with us. And defensively, we're going to come after your quarterback. So you better be able to run the ball. You better be like the Cowboys and have multiple weapons. Because if not, you gonna die. So you gotta come correct when you're going against the bird. Cause the only way you're gonna beat them is if they beat themselves. Now uh on to the next. On to the next. Before I get to the Christmas Day game. Alright, I gotta address some of these NFL teams and their fan bases. The Cowboys, listen. I'm gonna start off with them. Listen. Your ceiling is the second round. I said your ceiling is the second round. What? You not all that good. And you have worse defensive problems than we do. Once we neutralize your pass rush, you're done. And you just saw that against the Burke. Just saw that against the Jaguars. Y'all ain't y'all ain't messing with us, man. And if we play a third time, gotta come to Philly. You're gonna freeze to death. And we're gonna punish y'all. And we should have just about everyone except maybe Avante Maddox and maybe Lane Johnson. You done. You not all that. Probably gonna beat the Titans because Malik Willis, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then and also their secondary is awful. So you should kill them. Then you got to come to D.C. You got to come here and play the Washington sitcom, who I'm going to get to soon. I don't know that you should beat them, but it ain't it ain't a walk in the park. Just know this. You're not getting the number one seed. You're not winning the division. Give it up. And you better get ready to face the GOAT, Tom Brady. Now, you, you should beat them too, but anything's possible. And looking at the stats, they have a pretty good defense too. And I'm not so sure you can torch their defense because their secondary, unlike the Eagles, they have a better secondary. And they can get physical with your receivers. That's going to be a game you're going to have to grind. But you should win. Should win. Anyway, but if it's a close game, if you be messing around, if you fool around, <laughs> don't give the GOAT the ball with less than two minutes to go, season on the line, you in trouble. And Tristan Wirth is one of the best tackles in the league. And if he plays in that game, you done. You done. F the Cowboy. Your ceiling is the second round. You're not getting past the bird. You're not getting past, I know it's laughable. You're not getting past the Vikings. You're not getting past the 49ers. Period. All right, now the Vikings. Speaking of the Vikings, your fans talk way too much. Your fans talk way too much. 11-0 and in one-score games. That's unbelievable. That's just unbelievable. It's unreal. It's, it's not. I just can't believe that's even possible. That just doesn't happen. 11-0 and in one-score games. Listen, man. Listen, man. Your ceiling is maybe the NFC Championship. Maybe. And that's a big maybe. You not all that. You struggle with the Giants. Who basically have been exposed for like a month and a half. You struggle with the Giants. You struggled with the Jets. You struggled with everybody. And your defense is suspect. That's okay. And you're a three-point you're a three point underdog in Green Bay. Mm, that's terrible. Wouldn't be the bird. Would not be the bird. Listen, y'all haven't done anything yet. And I'm not 100% sure you beat the Giants or the Commanders 
at home in the playoffs. I mean, you should, but come on. You have not really dominated or put your foot down all season, except week one. And even that, you almost let the Packers back in the game. You're not that nice. Justin Jefferson is that nice. Kirk Cousins is okay. The running game is underutilized. Hawkinson's pretty good. Defense is shaky. Listen, I don't even think you're getting past the second round, but we'll see. You'll probably be at home. That gives you an advantage. I just don't know. There's a lot of question marks. For y'all to get the number one seed would be a tragedy. It'd be unreal. Y'all, I don't think y'all that good. Ain't no way a team like the Eagles or even the Cowboys will get blown out 40-3. to (laughs) Man, get out of here, bro. Y'all not that nice. Y'all not that cold. So, just quit talking. And if I see another post saying you're going to the NFC Championship against the 49ers or a team that's not the Eagles, bro, I might just lose it. I might just lose it. I might just throw my laptop out of the window. You have got to be kidding. Now, the 49ers, really good team. I expect to see you in the NFC Championship. But this defense, in the defense, I mean, wow. Oh, by the way, the Vikings, 31st ranked defense. Yeah, good luck with that in the next round. There's too many teams that can take advantage of that. See, that's why teams like the Giants can hang around. That's why teams like the Commanders can hang around against you. Because your defense, trash. And you know that. So you can't afford to turn the ball over. But the 49ers, number nine offense, number one defense. About as well balanced as the Birds. I'm telling you, it's going to be, the collision course is going to happen. It's going to be 49ers and Eagles in the NFC Championship. But hey, you're not going to Super Bowl. Because you got to come through the Birds. You got to come through Philly. And your defense can be exposed. And I've seen some cracks in that defense. The commanders were moving the ball. And Carson Wentz came in the game and threw a touchdown. Y'all not that nice. And I'm telling you, a decent quarterback can take advantage of that secondary. If we can block that pass for us, you done. If we can somehow run the ball, you done. I don't know. This is going to be tough to run the ball on that defense. Number one in rushing defense. uh, Number two in passing, I think. Like, it's just, it's a really good defense. I I respect them. But you ain't all that. And once you get to the second round, it's going to get real. We'll see how good your defense really is. Because now you'll be facing nothing but top-tier offenses. And we'll see how good your defense is then. Because we saw your defense against Kansas City. Not good, Bob. Not good. So, you good, but let's not get carried away. The Bucs, you're probably going to win the division because the Panthers are inconsistent. The Saints are inconsistent. The Falcons are eliminated, pretty much. So, you're going to back into it. I mean, I don't know how you beat the Saints, should have lost. I don't know how you beat the Cardinals. Trace McSorley was giving y'all that work. Their defense picked you off twice. I don't know how you still won that game. I don't know how you still won that game. You just, you got some of the same pieces as the championship team and as the last year team. But you're just not playing that well. You're 7-8. and eight. Are you kidding me? Tom Brady looked like a statue back there. A team like the Cowboys can tee off on him. Now, he is the GOAT, so if we give him too many chances, he'll eventually take advantage. But overall, you're not that good. No one from your division is that good. And I can't believe I'm still watching y'all in primetime because I've been disappointed every time. Except the Cowboys game. I like that. But other than that, disappointed every time. And and quietly, Tom Brady has been approaching the top five in passing yards. 
I think some of that's garbage time, but he's up there. He's up there. Got the number six defense. Listen, you, you kind of a, a sneaky, you kind of a, a sneaky team in the playoffs. But at the end of the day, it's just it's just too much. The top four, which is the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Vikings, Fortnite, they're too much. You you can't you have to play one of them in the playoffs, most likely, and you're going to lose. But I haven't heard too much about their fans. But just in case people want to get too carried away about the Bucks, remember, I, there's no way they get past second round, even with Tom Brady. Just as a whole, just watching them, they're just not that good. The Giants, trash. The Eagles smoked you. We just made it look easy. We did whatever we wanted on the ground. We did whatever we wanted. And we haven't really ran the ball since then. We could do whatever we want to. And now that I've seen Gardner Minshew do what he did to the Cowboys, y'all not even going to win on January 8th. Our backup is going to destroy you. <laughs> You'll probably make the playoffs. Good luck scoring a point against the 49ers. Good luck. Good luck doing anything against, well, you might beat the Vikings. You almost beat them this past, this past Sunday. That's probably your only chance is to play against the Vikings because other than that, or the Buccaneers. Because other than that, I say the Vikings. The Vikings is your only chance of winning a game in the playoffs. This is not 2007. This is not 2011. It won't be no magical run to the Super Bowl. So fans, well, I haven't heard much of their fans because they've been loafing lately. Just in case they want to talk. You trash. But a great start. Is going to push you into the playoffs anyway. And I wouldn't. You're going against the Colts with Nick Foles starting. Their defense is pretty good. So I. That's going to be a tough one. I know it's at home on New Year's. That's going to be a tough one. I'm not 100% sure you're going to win that game. The Lions and the Seahawks are sneaking up on you. Better quit losing. But, you know, not that good. I mean, 20, 20th in offense, 27th in defense. Tragic. Commanders. The Washington sitcom. You, I don't want to say trash, but y'all are mid. You are a joke. You are a joke. I don't want nothing about refs. Yeah, okay, the refs did work a little bit, but... You had plenty of chances to win that game. It was just like the Titans game. Plenty of chances. But you choked anyway. You you kept up with the 49ers. That was impressive. But you don't know what you're doing at quarterback. And every time I turn around, there is some off-the-field matter matter with the front office and Jason Wright and Dan Snyder. It's just a circus over there. But somehow you're in this playoff race and you keep winning games. You lost to the Giants, though. <laughs> you lost to the Giants. Silence. I, I'm still mad beat the Eagles. But you only beat them because they had four turnovers. The Eagles dominated y'all in the fourth quarter. But you still won because we had two critical fumbles. One was a face mask, though. You guys are one and done. Just like the Giants, you just better hope you play against the Vikings. Because other than that, you have no chance. You play the 49ers again, you'll score a touchdown, but that's it. I said that you needed to make the 49ers game a low-scoring defensive battle, and you did at first, and then the floodgates open. Brock Purdy killed you. You done. You done. Team is mid. You got your, you got your whole D-line back. Got Chase Young back. But, you know, you can you can line him up against Driscoll if we end up playing in the second round, which I doubt. You can line him up against Driscoll. 
I don't care. He ain't getting to Jalen Hurts. I promise. Sweat ain't getting there. You have a nice little D-line. After that, mid. And that's why I ain't worried about the sitcom. The Panthers, trash. Inconsistent. Don't know how they beat the Bucks. I don't know how. I don't know how they lost the Steelers and then turn around and beat a hot Lions team. And they got Sam Darnold starting. I guess he's not bad. All this, I can't believe I'm exploring the idea of them beating the Cowboys. I would love for them to beat the Cowboys. It ain't happening, probably. Because they trash and inconsistent. They trash and inconsistent. You stop the run against the Panthers. That's it. That's it for them. They're done. Sam Darnold, inconsistent. The defense, inconsistent. They just don't have the talent to match up with anyone in the top four. And that's obvious. I don't even think, listen, whoever wins the Buccaneers and Panthers game this Sunday is winning the division. I just don't think it's going to be the Panthers. I think the Buccaneers are going to win this time. But it's going to be a close game because the Buccaneers keep turning the ball over. They're not that great offensively. They don't don't really run the ball. So, <laughs> I mean, you're just not that good. And the Saints, too. The Saints are about to see what the Eagles are all about. Now, you've seen us the last two years in Philly bodied you last two years. And these were lesser versions of the Eagles. Now you get near-peak, near-final-form Eagles. You are really in trouble now. And it's New Year's. We're at home. We're pissed that we lost. You have a pretty mid-team. We gonna punish y'all. Again. Just like the last two years. And we're going to wrap up this division. And then we're going to move on to the next. Going to wrap up the division. Going to wrap up the number one seed. Then it's on to the next. On on to the next. Big trouble. You in big trouble. But I can't see you beating the Cowboys either. Even though you have a pretty good home field advantage. But you, you have a pretty good home field advantage. But I mean... You lost to the Bucks at home. I mean, you lost. You, okay, it's a pretty good home field advantage, but it ain't perfect. All right, so I'm telling you, man, you won't get to the playoffs. Probably getting punished. You about to get punished by the bird. So <laughs> don't get too hyped, man. Don't get too hyped. The Seahawks, trash. Geno Smith, best season ever. Going to the Pro Bowl, still trash. Offense was tough to watch against San Francisco, yet somehow you almost stole the game. You lost to the, to the Raiders. You lost to the Raiders. You lost to the most least clutch team in the league. And you lost to them by a walk-off touchdown. Damn! Trash. Just trash. We all knew you weren't beating the Chiefs. That's, I knew that was dead. You're just trending in the wrong direction. You needed to beat Carolina. You couldn't even beat Carolina. Like, if you make the playoffs, <laughs> I, I know playing against San Fran a, a third time, I mean, that might help. You're familiar with them, so it won't be too bad. And then the Vikings play to the level of their opponents pretty much, so you might be all right. Y'all ain't winning either of them games. Ain't no way. And then if you do somehow, and then you play the bird, you're getting blown out. It's a bad matchup for you. You're just going to get blown out. You need to ran out of Philly. So... Listen, if you make the playoffs, Lord help your team. May God have mercy on your souls.
Because it's going to be a long day in the wild card. And it's even going to be a longer day in the divisional round. Because there's levels to this. Packers, quiet Emily. Quiet Lil Wayne. You are very mid. I don't, don't know how you beat the Dolphins. I mean, you beat the Rams. But the Rams, I can't believe you beat Baker Mayfield. But that's only because... His offensive line was loafing. That's it. That's the only reason. They just got dominated up front. You beat Miami. It's a pretty good win. But then again, Miami is on a massive losing streak. And um, two have had three fourth quarter turnovers. Not sure if you're going to beat the Vikings. Even though you're three-point favorites. The Lions game is a toss-up. Getting confidence, but if you somehow sneak into the playoffs, listen. Okay, the Vikings are just like the Seahawks. The Vikings are third time. You're familiar with them. It might help you. I don't think it will. The 49ers, oh, that's the, that, that's domination. They, we already know your history against the 49ers in playoffs. And then if you play the Burrs again, see, he was playing with y'all last time. This time, y'all going to get blown out. Just another team where it just be better if they just don't make the playoffs. Let Aaron Rodgers rest up. Let this team get better in the offseason, and then we'll see you next year. Don't need to see you in the playoffs. For real. Now let's get to the AFC. The Chiefs. We're probably going to see you in Super Bowl. I don't know. I think it's going to be the Bills. I think the Bills finally get over the hump. But um, y'all be having some inexplicable close games, too. The Colts game, inexcusable. The Titans game without Tannehill, inexcusable. The Texans game, you went to overtime, very inexcusable. Like, <laughs> you struggle with the Chargers. I'm not that worried, bro. Sure, you have a dynamic offense, great coaching staff. Improved defense. But see, listen, our passing game wasn't even that great. We put up like 500 yards of total offense on y'all last year without A.J. Brown. Just imagine this year. I have no reason to be afraid of the Chiefs because we can match wits with them. We can win a shootout with them if we have to. I'm not that worried about the Chiefs. I'm just not. Tell that to Nick Wright. Now, if we make it to the Super Bowl, which I think we are, and we play the Chiefs, oh, we'll be ready. We'll be ready. Patrick Mahomes, he, he going to have to run. He, he going to have to run for 100 yards to win this game. Same thing with the Bills. Same thing with the Bills. They, they have the same problem. Some of these games be too close. They struggle with the Jets twice. They struggle with the Dolphins twice. I know those are division games, and you can say – Oh, you struggle with the Cowboys and you struggle with the Commanders. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. We beat them all. We can beat you once again. He's going to have to run for a lot of yards. I know we won't be able to guard Stephon Diggs. We don't have to. We don't have to. Don't really have a running game. Honestly, that'd be great. Honestly, you play y'all. Y'all don't have that great of a running game. But, you know, you're very well balanced, though. Just like us, statistically. You don't have Von Miller, though. So that's one less pass rusher we have to worry about. And there's so many things the Eagles offense can do offensively. You haven't seen anything like it. Y'all have a tough time preparing for the bird. If it comes down to the nitty-gritty in the Super Bowl, you're going to have a very tough time. Josh Allen is legit. Stephon Diggs, I've known about him since high school. He's legit. But at the end of the day, the bird is the work. So I don't have any reason to be scared of your team. And then the Bengals. If you even make it back to the Super Bowl. You know, I was thinking, uh-oh, they turned the corner. They turned the corner. They didn't win a bunch of games in a row. They about to win the division. And then you don't score any points against the Patriots in the second half. 
Just imagine what the bird is going to do to your to your offense. We're going to be all over Joe Burrow. That's a match made in heaven. You better get the ball to Mixon and Piron on some OU type stuff. You you better, because if you don't, mm, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's going to be done, bro. We're going to be all over him. That's a fact. If you even make it, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to be in trouble. Your defense isn't ready. They aren't, they aren't ready. They're underrated. But they ain't ready for what the Bird can offer. And it's a good matchup for our defense. Well, I don't know. It's not a good matchup for our secondary. But our defensive line and linebackers? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, man. They would eat. <laughs> but, yeah, them, AR, them AFC teams are legit. But, you know, I don't, I don't have reason to be scared of them in the Super Bowl. Because I assume we're going to get there. All right, that went on longer than I thought. But I just had a lot to get off my chest right there. Um, Yeah. Now let me talk about these Christmas Day games. So on Christmas Eve, uh, who else played? Okay. So a bunch of people played. I talked about the Niners-Commanders game. I'm not even going to talk about the Christmas Eve games. On Christmas... Tua turned the ball over. He's definitely out of the MVP race. I think he was out of it three weeks ago, but it is what it is. Packers hung in there. They're trying to make a push into the playoffs. Don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to slip up one of these two games. I think they might lose both games. That would be hilarious. Both games are at home against division opponents that you're familiar with. Everything is setting up for them to backdoor in the playoffs, but I just don't think they're going to make it, and I don't think they deserve to make it. But that's just me. Um, What was the next game? The Rams destroyed the Broncos. Everyone knew someone was getting fired when that game was like 44-3 to or something. It was 41-6 to at one point. I was like, someone's getting fired. And Nathaniel Hackett's gone. People were talking about him getting fired before the game. Listen, we saw on the national stage game one when he mishandled the end of the game, we knew he was in over his head. Team is awful. And Wilson and Russell Wilson threw two more picks. But I'm happy for Baker, though. He threw for 230-something yards. He had a few touchdowns, no interceptions. Cam Akers got me like 33 fantasy points. And he is the big reason why I might pull off this upset in my uh, fantasy league with my friends. Very thankful for him. I don't know where this was all year, but I'm happy for Baker. Kind of happy for the Rams. They ain't going nowhere, but this is what Baker Mayfield needed to get his career on track. And I think he should stay. It's up to the Rams, but I think he should stay. Be Matt Stafford's backup. And if Matt Stafford ain't ready to go, he can step in. And then who knows what that team can do with Cooper Cup, maybe another receiver, Tyler Higby, and then you got maybe Aaron Donald coming back. Who knows? There's no telling. And there's no telling what other free agents they're going to get. Keep Baker in L.A. I talked about the Cardinals and Bucks. What a joke of a game. Battle of the mid. Almost died from the mid. And somehow, some way. Both teams were just giving away the game, but at the end of the day, the Bucks did just enough to win. It was just like the Saints game. They not that good, though. The Cardinals did all of this, and they looked like the better team for like three quarters, for like three and a half quarters. They even went up 10 late in the game. But it's the Cardinals, no Kyler Murray. You should have known how that was going to go. So, I guess congrats to the Bucks. I guess. Um, when it comes to the basketball games, I got to go watch the highlights of the Knicks and Sixers. But from a little bit, I saw James Harden still on a roll. Embiid showed up. Randall showed up. Brunson showed up. Everyone showed up. And, and the Knicks were winning at first. But then the the Sixers just, just took control late. And they did what they were supposed to do. They, they were the better team. The Sixers are the better team. And they showed it down the stretch. Now I got to go back and watch the highlights and stuff. The full highlights. But from the little bit I saw, that game went kind of how I expected. 
I kind of wish I selected more of those guys in a daily fantasy, but it is what it is. I got to get to a Christmas game at Madison Square Garden. And I should have watched Stephen A's World because he had a bunch of guests on there. It was, it was like a Manning cast type thing. Yeah, I, I should have watched that. Bucks and Celtics. The Celtics were too much. Tatum and Brown combined for 41. These guys are just, was it 41 or was it was it 61? I think it was 61, something like that. They were outstanding again. Defense was too much. Um, don't know why. Deontes was fighting with Marcus Smart. Well, I know why. I mean, Jalen and Giannis got into a little scuffle, but, you know, Deontes overreacted and Marcus Smart's crazy. So (laughs) them two going at it would be interesting. Uh, Of course, tempers flared, but cooler heads prevailed at the end of the day. The Celtics, they sliding a little bit. I mean... They lost some games that were head scratch. They lost to the Pacers at home. They lost to the Magic. They lost to the Magic. I don't get that. But, you know, they showed up. Um, they showed to be the better team for now. I don't know. I feel like if Brooklyn doesn't emerge as a real contender, we're on a collision course for Bucks and Celtics in the conference finals. And honestly, I can't wait to see it. I would love to see it. Um, okay. See, I went out of order. Lakers and Maverick. It seemed like the Lakers had control. But I kind of stopped watching in the third quarter. And that's when the Mavericks had a 51-point third quarter. The thing, you know Luka's going to go off. He's one of the best players in the league. But when he start kicking out to them shooters and they start hitting, they are very hard to stop. That's what makes them, and I figured that out on 2K. I was like, you double Luka, you got all these people to kick out to. Very dangerous team. And, okay. Yeah. Oh, and also, oh, and I was watching in the fourth quarter, and it just seemed like Dallas did whatever they wanted. Got to the paint whenever they wanted. Made, was making threes. And it looked like LeBron just had no help once again. He had 38, but he had no help once again. Um, The main event, to me, was the Grizzlies and the Warriors. And I guess the NBA thought so, too. They put him at 8 o'clock. And that game was a disappointment. Because from the very beginning, the Warriors just came out firing. They were hitting their shots. They are playing good defense. They were forcing contested shots. Um... They were getting in the lane. I just, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. Memphis had their entire team, except Danny Green. But come on, Danny Green, what, got like an ACL injury or Achilles, something like that? They pretty, they got Desmond Bain back. I thought for sure. No Steph Curry, no problem. But you got to realize that the Warriors have only lost twice at home. Twice. So they have shown up in these big games at home, and then this was no different. And then Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson killed it. Um, Jordan Poole got ejected, but all the guys stepped up. And I'm impressed. It just shows that, you know, they're going to be a lower seed in the playoffs, but they're going to be a tough out. But you, you haven't seen the last of Memphis. I think Memphis will be fine. You know, it's one of the few games where they had – all their guys. So, you know, um, Bain and Jaron Jackson and Dylan Brooks, they, they got to get back into it. They got to get that cohesion back together. I think they'll be fine, though. They're one of the best teams in the league. But that was a disappointment. I expected them to come out against the Warriors and shut that crowd up. They did not. The Warriors were too much, and they won by double digits. And I'm just – I was – I was wanting a Memphis win. And it had all the trash talk and all the taunting and all that stuff, all that extra stuff that I was looking for. But it just didn't matter because the Warriors won handily. And I'm very disappointed. The last game was the Suns and the Nuggets. I fell asleep on it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of I woke up in overtime, right? But even then, I was half awake. 
I did see that dunk by Aaron Gordon. That was classic Aaron Gordon. Like Aaron Gordon from Arizona and beginning of his magic days, Aaron Gordon. He he took off on Shamit. He took the charge. I mean, he got the charge. And that was the whole point of him just taking that L. See, just take that L. That's a, that's a GOAT level principle. Just, just saying. Just saying. He just took that L for the team. It just it just didn't matter. It just it just didn't matter. He he's on a highlight reel. He's on a poster. Took the charge and you know, it was the right move and for trying to win the game, but except they didn't win the game. Jokic went off forty one and fifteen and fifteen. Chris Paul had fifty eight fantasy points. Devin Booker didn't play. And this game still went to overtime. So Listen, I'd love to see these guys play in the playoffs, um, but we'll see. Jokic is on one, 81 fantasy points. This dude is on one. He is on another level. Can he win MVP again? He just might. Three in a row would be unbelievable. Just put this guy in the Hall of Fame right now. It's over. I've seen enough. I'm just saying. Man, oh, man. Okay, real quick. The Caps are rolling. The Caps are no cap. The Caps are no cap right now, and they are climbing up the standings. I'm um, looking at it right now. Uh, look at them. They didn't caught the Islanders. They're one point behind the Rangers. They're one point behind the Penguins. We 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 overtake those guys. We're in the playoffs. We're in a playoff race, just like that. They're playing their best hockey, but you got to keep it up because it's going to be a long season. We only played 36 games. There's 80, it's 82 games, just like the NBA. So it's still a long season, but we're playing really good hockey right now. And unlike the Wizards, unlike the Wizards, these guys have only lost one game. I'm trying to see. Bro, they've only lost one game the last, like, three weeks. These guys are on a roll. In the month of December, check this. In the month of December, they only lost three games. I'll get on the Wizards late. Oh, and another thing. <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin is now the second all-time leader and goal scored. Congratulations to Ovi, the great eight. Only one person has scored more goals than him in the NHL ever. And that is Wayne Gretzky. He is coming for you, Gretzky. He is going to get that record. And hopefully I'm praying right now that I have the money to be able to get a ticket to see that. I want to be in the building to see him pass Gretzky. That is my risk. That is my wish. I'm really hoping... I get to see goal number 900 and him passing Gretzky. I have to see it. I got to. That would be that would be a memory that would be just invaluable. You just can't it would be priceless. I would love to see it as a sports fan. But we got some ways to go, but he's on a roll. He's on a roll. You know, I was trying to go see him pass Gordie Howe. I thought I was going to catch him do it, doing it against Toronto, but he didn't. And then they went against somebody else, and he didn't. So against the Jets, he finally did it. Two goals. I love how in these games he's going multiple goals. Man, this guy, him and LeBron doing pretty much the same thing. Catching the goats, trying to be the goats. Some people call them the goat. It's just goat level behavior. They're chasing records and setting some of their own. That's what the greats do. And it's funny because they were 12 and 10 or 11 and 10. Remember when I said the Wizards and the Caps had about the same record? Since that time, the Wizards have only won three times and the Caps have only lost three times. 
It's just a small sample size of what these two franchises are about. The Caps have only missed the playoffs once in like 15 years. The Wizards have only made the playoffs in the last 15 years. They made the playoffs maybe a handful of times, but they haven't got past the second round. Matter of fact, they only got to the second round twice, right? No, three times, three times. They got a second round three times. Okay. Okay, sure. The Caps have a lot of first round exits, but they definitely have won more games, and they won a title. The Wizards haven't even gotten close to that since 1979. It just shows you what time both organizations have been on. The Wizards, man, they kind of started to, you know, come back to relevancy or get out of the the dumpster during their West Coast road trip. Because during their West Coast road trip, they got Bill back. Porzingis was in and out, but they got Bill back. We beat Phoenix. Beat Phoenix. I think they they had Devin Booker playing that game. We still beat him. Big win. And we beat... um, We destroyed the Kings. Destroyed them. And they're not even that bad. We should have beat the Jazz. So, and this team is coming back home. We got just about everyone healthy. Even Rui Hachimura is healthy. What? Man, the team lost like eight straight. Or was it ten straight? Something like that. It was eight to ten game losing streak. They ended it against Phoenix. Probably one of the most unlikeliest places I can imagine. Them ending the losing streak. In that time period. They got swept by the Clippers. They got swept by the Lakers. They got bullied by the Nuggets. And they choked against the Jazz. But things are going in the right direction somehow now that I think about it because we're getting all these guys back. Still, they got some work to do. And they are outside the playing bubble. But this is the Eastern Conference. None of these teams are really that impressive outside of... uh. Boston, Philly, it's the same people. <laughs> it's the same people outside of the the Heat, I guess. Uh, heat are a little bit down, but Boston, Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, same people, same people. Everyone else ain't that impressive. So making them playoffs, making them play in tournament shouldn't be that hard. But we'll see. All right, man. Now it's time for the hypothetical game of the episode. This hypothetical game of the episode was inspired by the Zach episode, episode 167. If you haven't checked it out already, it's up there. It's on Anchor, it's on Spotify, it's on a bunch of platforms. So go check it out. But there, we were talking about the playoffs. He got Ohio State winning because he fears that, Zach fears that this is like the 2014 team, a team that was counted out because they lost to Virginia Tech. They ran the table, but they lost to Virginia Tech and they snuck in the playoffs controversial not sure if they should have made over TCU and Baylor but nevertheless they made it and they beast mode it and they won the whole thing yeah Ohio State has the talent to do that but I disagree I, I think Georgia's too much and these other teams Michigan and TCU are talented enough to give Ohio State problems, but whatever. Anyway, I was thinking, could this team beat the 2014 team? The 2014 Ohio State Buckeyes had, just off the top of my head, Michael Thomas, Curtis Samuel, and Ezekiel Elliott. That's off the top of my head. I don't know. I don't even know how many NFL players was on that team. 
It was a lot. I can't even think of them all. And they had Cardell Jones coming in. That was the craziest part about this, by the way. He was a third string, and he just came out of nowhere and just beast mode it the last three games. And, well, you know, you would think that turned into a great NFL career, and it just didn't. And then he played for my D.C. defenders, and he was like that for, like, a few weeks. Then we go on the road, and then he's awful, and then he gets benched. But whatever. At that point in time, he was like that. But in this hypothetical, because I use the NCAA game simulator, Cardell Jones isn't starting. I know Ohio State fans are probably laughing, but JT Barrett is starting. But anyway, let's get to the game. And, of course, C.J. Stroud, Heisman finalist two years in a row. Uh, He's really good, really talented. He's going to go in the first round, most likely in the draft. If not the first round, he's definitely going to be one of the first QBs taken. Number three, number four, maybe even earlier than that. He's going to be one of the top QBs taken. Anyway, off to the hypothetical. So here we go. Uh, 2022 got the ball first. So they got the ball first and quick three and out. Then a 26-yard punt return by Jalen Marshall. So then the 2014 team, they get to the six and somehow miss the field goal. Sean Nuremberger misses the field goal at the six-yard line. So it's still 0-0. So later in the game, 2014 was on a long drive. But JT Barrett is intercepted by Tommy Eichenberg, the middle linebacker, the really good middle linebacker for the 2022 team. Um, Then... Stroud to Abuka for a 16-yard gain and then a big 41-yard gain. So they get to the seven, but somehow the drive stalls and have to settle for a field goal. It's 3-0, 2022 Ohio State. So then a stalled 2014 team drive leads to a punt. Emeka Abuka with a crazy return to the 2014 12-yard line. Three plays later, C.J. Stroud hits Marvin Harrison on a slant for eight yards and a touchdown. 10-0-2022. So now, both teams kind of slowed down. They both punt. But then J.T. Barrett hits Michael Thomas on a go route 66 yards. And Zeke punches it in from two yards. And now it is 10-7-2022. The defense is kind of take over. But J.T. Barrett. Throws two interceptions back-to-back to to the 2022 defense. 2022 take advantage the second time as Mayan Williams scores from 16 yards out untouched down the middle, and it is 17-7, 2022. So 2014 gets two big runs from Zeke and Dontre Wilson, and they capitalize with a field goal. So it's 17-10. 2022. 2014 tries to end the round on a third and one, but it's stuffed by JT Tuomalu, which was a, this is the key decision of the game right here. Fourth and one at their own 45, down seven. However, they decide to punt, and it was a good punt to the nine-yard line. But this is where the game turned because 2022 made them pay. C.J. Stroud to Xavier Johnson on an 86-yard pass, post-play, man-to-man coverage. He breaks free and gets loose for 86. And then Dallin Hayden scores from five yards out. See, the running back depth for Ohio State is unreal, so they having all these backups. But they scoring, and this one scores 24-10, 2022. 2014 couldn't get their offense going again. And then a Mecca Abuka, another long punt return, 26 yards. And then C.J. Stroud hits a comeback route to Marvin Harrison Jr., who breaks a tackle and gets 39 yards on the play. And then 
CJ Stroud his cage stover for the dagger. 31 to 10. 2014 stalls again and then 2022 runs out the clock. Game over 31 to 10. 2022 Ohio State. See, I got mixed results when I ran these simulations, but that one happened. We went with that. And uh they put it to him. CJ Stroud. 23 for 35, 367 yards, two touchdowns. Mayan Williams, the leading rusher, 10 carries, 49 yards, and a touchdown. Cade Stover, seven catches, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Marvin Harrison Jr., eight catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Emeka Abuka, three catches, 68 yards. JT Barrett, 13 for 22. 171 yards, three interceptions. And I'm sure the fans would have called for Cardell Jones then, but in this simulation, it didn't happen. They stuck with him, and it didn't pay off. Ezekiel Elliott, 21 carries, 147 yards, and a touchdown. Michael Thomas, two catches, 74 yards. And that is the hypothetical game of the episode. And the end of the episode, hey, GoatLevelTees.com for all things Goat Level. You already know that I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.